Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, the Toronto Raptors have been playing remarkable as of late, and out of these games, we've witnessed the, the coming of the Toronto Raptors X-Factor, the secret weapon that could be the key to success for the Toronto Raptors, not just during the regular season, but in the playoffs. And it's been a guy that we've been remarkably impressed with on each of the podcasts ever since he's gotten his opportunity, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Riker, what... What have you seen from this man? Because he is putting his imprint, he's putting his impact all out on the floor and doing it for the Toronto Raptors this season once he's got his opportunity. Ben, he is my favorite player right now on Toronto Raptors, maybe the entire NBA. He he is the definition of leave it all out mm-hmm. on the court. Yep. Make the most of your time. He's having a career year for the most part, and we'll break down statistics later. But what exemplifies to me Rondé Hollis-Jefferson is that he's providing something that the league in general is missing, and that's not complaining to the refs. That's putting it all out on your opponents. Mm-hmm. He's clapping in the face of Josh Richardson when he's taking free throws. He's chippy. He Every time a shot's missed, he's up there contesting for the, the offensive rebound. This guy, he, he makes basketball, in my opinion, fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And I'm very high in the RHJ train right now. Certainly. He's coming off the bench with the Toronto Raptors right now, and he's that spark. He's that energy because the Toronto Raptors always, they you know, we have a lot of talent in our starting unit, but the, the issue with the Toronto Raptors that some people saw coming into the season is would we have enough depth? And with Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka going down, there's a lot of question marks whether this team would be able to sustain the level of they was playing at the beginning of the year that was kind of shocking some outsiders and around the NBA. But Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Terrence Davis, you know, the, those bench guys that didn't really have a big impact at the beginning of the season, they came in, took this opportunity, and really ran with it. And you brought it up. Rondé Hollis Jefferson has been leading that spark, leading that wave. He's now getting starting minutes, despite the fact he was a bench a bench warmer, to, to put it frankly, at the beginning of the year, whether it be due to injuries, whether it be due to Nick Nurse calling him out for not adjusting to the defensive championship deep, defensive DNA at the, during training camp and practices, but... Now, when Rondé has that opportunity, he's just out there guarding the best player on the other team, being up into him 24-7 whenever he's on the court, and he's also, you know, because we, we expected during the offseason, we made a video about how Rondé Hollis-Jefferson could be the steal of the offseason. We brought up the fact that he could play a lot of defense. He's an athletic guy. He can come in and really lock some guys down, maybe rebound, and just be that, right. that, that energy piece, you know, for the Toronto Raptors on the wing, but... I don't think any of us realize his ability to finish in the lane, and it's only been improving as he's been getting more minutes with the Toronto Raptors and getting more comfortable within the offense. Well, 57% mm-hmm. from the field, by far his best season in terms of efficiency. Yep. And he's doing it on lesser minutes. He's basically improved in every stat category. Mm-hmm. But Ben, to me, correct me if I'm wrong here, but he is the perfect complementary piece for the Toronto Raptors on a team where we don't have a go-to scorer. Right, we have Van Vliet building into that. We well, have think, yeah. Siakam developing into that. But what I see is that there's going to be times throughout this season that the Raptors are going to be tested, mm-hmm. and there's going to be lulls because we don't have a guy that's been a career scorer yet. Right? We have guys that are figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And in those moments right, where Siakam and Van Vliet aren't going to be able to score, and you have a guy like Rondé Hollis-Jefferson swooping in mm-hmm. and getting momentum from offensive rebounds, intense D, I mean, that's what keeps guys on track, you know, because if if everybody's in the mindset that shots aren't being made, you get slammed a little bit on the other end. But if there's a guy in there hustling, I I think it mitigates for that. Yeah, certainly. And 
I think the Toronto Raptors do have some legitimate bona fide scorers on this team, but regardless of how good your team is or how good of a a number one option you have, there's always going to be stretches in games where you're going to need a player like Rondé Hollis-Jefferson to get you easy buckets, get you extra opportunities. And and you brought it up, one of the things that was has most shocked me about his game coming in the season is his offensive rebounding. You know, he's not that big of a guy. He's playing usually the small forward, the power forward. He's only 6-6, right? He's not out there being a, a gigantic man underneath the rim that can get a bunch of boards. He's doing it purely through hustle, through effort. He, he's jumping over the back of guys. It seems like every game we see him get, you know, five, six offensive rebounds, it feels like, and creating extra possessions for the Raptors. And, putting, and not only does that energize, motivate, your team it also just extremely tires out the other team's defense because when you're trying to block out anyone that's played basketball knows anyone that goes for the rebounds just every single possession stays up on on you on defense they're they're super annoying to play against but they're the guys you really want to have on your team and this is what legitimate you know top tier NBA teams have one of these these role players that can come in and just be a dog for you be a grinder and gets you extra possessions buckets it's an energized I I'm just I'm honestly shocked by how well he's performing for this team. No, absolutely. And it's, like I said, to me, it circles back to his intensity. He's fun. He's Mm -hmm. just a fun guy to rally behind. And he, to me, is a perfect fit for the Toronto Raptors because when we go through this season, Mm -hmm. right, and we make it to the playoffs, we're obviously going to qualify for the playoffs. We're going to go through some sort of stretch. This season is about teamwork, about grittiness, it really, it to me, it's Canada. This is a special season, and um, I think Rondé Hollis Jefferson, of all of the bench guys that we have, is going to become a centerpiece for this team. Even though he's not really a a, a, a shot creator, right? Mm-hmm. He's not. Yep. He's not going to be a three point guy. He's tragic from outside the arc, but he he's underneath the basket consistently, right? Boucher yep. is fantastic for what he's doing, but to me, if I look at everybody coming off the bench right now. Terrence Davis, a completely different position, and he's going to be great as well. But if I look at every single player coming off the bench right now for the Toronto Raptors, I think you can you can place Rondé Hollis-Jefferson in there. You know what you're going to get, and you like exactly what he's going to give. And to me, the value of that is is tremendous. And I think we hit it spot on in our preseason prediction that mm-hmm. he is probably the steal of the offseason. Yeah, and one thing I want to bring up to you as well, Riker, because we've been raving about him on the podcast. We were excited when he was brought in, and obviously he's exceeded our expectations from what we've seen on the court. And it hasn't been super glamorous in the box score, right? His efficiency is really nice, but he's only averaging 10 points, 6 rebounds. But we've seen... Ronnie Hollis Jefferson is only 25 years old. He's just recently turned 25. He's had a season before where he averaged 14 points per game. You know, when he had, was more involved in the offseason last last year, he dealt with some injuries, and that's why we got him during the season on such a such a cheap contract. But with the improvement we've seen from him on the Toronto Raptors so far this year, and what he's shown he's capable of in the past, can he get better? Can he? Is there areas that we can reasonably expect him to improve this season to help this team, whether it be, you know, because the past couple games, we've seen him take a few of these contested mid-range fadeaway jumpers, and they're going in at a high clip from from the eye test over the past two, three games. What If Rondé Hollis-Jefferson develops a consistent mid-ranger, you know, he's probably not going to develop, turn into a three-point threat. He's, you know, his highest three-point percentage for his career is 28%. He only shot 0.5 a game. The most he's ever shot is close to one, right? 
But can Rondé Hollis Jefferson, with a bit more of a jump shot, a bit more of an offensive arsenal, what impact could he have on this team, not just in the regular season? Because you brought it up. We're fine for the regular yeah. season. We're going to make the playoffs. right? How could that type of player be an X factor when we're going up against the Sixers, the Celtics, the Bucks in a, you know an important series round? Yeah, so you're looking short-term, like come this playoffs, not yeah. the next yeah. few years. Yeah, because... For the for the next few years, you look at guys that are all energy, mm-hmm. right? And you have the cases like Kenneth Fareed where they really just, once they fizzle out, right? Yeah. Even Russell Westbrook is an all energy guy for the most part. And he's on his way down now, 31 years old, and you're, we're seeing it now in Houston. But then you have all energy guys like Montres, 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 Montres Harrell. Um, yeah, I don't know, no idea how to pronounce his first name. Um, and he's found himself a really good position in the league yep. right now. So I see Rondé Hollis Jefferson, best case, he becomes sort of like that. Because you're right, he's not going to develop into anything crazy. Like, he is what he is for the most part. Yep. Exactly. But I think the impact that he's going to have and the reason that he's an X-factor is because we're playing a team like the Bucks, And they're mm-hmm. huge, yep. right? You need a person that's constantly challenging everybody down low. That's challenging them on defense. That's challenging uh, players for the offensive rebound. You've already said wearing out the other team. That's where he comes in. Getting second chance points. That's crucial against um, the Celtics and the 76ers that are going to bully us down in the paint. Not the Celtics so much, but the 76ers. So you just need a a guy that's banging bodies, that's grabbing rebounds, giving second chance opportunities. Because like we said... There's going to be lulls regardless of how good your players are, regardless of how good your teams. That's exemplified in the playoffs where there's deep uh, runs, there's deep stretches that goes back and forth with either team. So if we can have a guy that neutralizes it by keeping energy high regardless if the shots are falling, that's his position. That's 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 what I think Rondé Hollis-Jefferson's going to be. I think he's going to be a centerpiece come playoff time off the bench. Yeah, certainly. And one thing, too, in the in the playoffs, which is such an you know, integral component is be able to play within the flow of an offense. Every team has their own design sets. They have their their own sort of offensive schemes that is really mastered out, penned out to to attack certain types of defenses. And one huge asset that Rondé Hollis-Jefferson brings to the table is his ability to cut and ability to catch the ball in the lane because there's a lot of bigs and, you know, small forwards that can you know they can move they can do these sorts of things but when the the pass comes to them they either can't catch it or they can't catch it and go up and finish in traffic and in the lane though the layups that takes the elevation that he gets he doesn't necessarily dunk it every time but when he jumps it feels like he's in the air for two three seconds he usually finds a way to get into his left hand and throw it off the left side of the backboard right he he's such a good pretty acrobatic absolutely yeah so the fact that Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, the, our playmakers, even Pascal Siakam has a guy that knows how to cut, get to the dunker spot, and finishes in the lane against these big teams that you mentioned, the the Bucks, the Sixers, and you know the Boston Celtics. They're not that big, but they're, they're a well-coached team. They're going to know how to run a, a defensive scheme against the Raptors if we end up playing them in the playoffs, right? We need these types of players to, to come in and be consistent. Become and be able to get you 10, 12, 15 points maybe. If the team needs it, Siakam's getting double teamed. Fred Van Vliet's getting double teamed to cut. He's just, I, you know, we were a bit worried at the beginning of the year about running an eight-man rotation throughout the whole season and seeing if people will get burnt out, seeing if, you know, people will be able to step up. But the fact that Rondé has really established himself, not just as a, as a bench guy, a guy that, yes, he's going to come off the bench but play starter minutes, that, that's such an asset for this roster. Now, this is the only thing that's challenging, difficult, is that I think he needs to kind of have those minutes mm-hmm. 
to be effective, right? To to give how, like how much energy is like how useful is it to play a guy like him? That's not a that's not a scorer, right? You're not just gonna plant him in a game for five minutes and get a few instant buckets and take him out. He's a guy that he really does his work on the defensive end and on the offensive rebounding end. What's the challenge going to be now when Serge Ibaka gets integrated back into the lineup? Well, th- this is an interesting thing because we have what well, before Serge Ibaka, Kyle Lowry got injured. We were running the rotation of Lowry, Fred, uh, OG. We had Siakam starting at the four, Gasol starting at the five. We ran Serge and that TD a little bit off the bench, and who was the and Norman Powell? Right, those were kind of the. It was mostly a seven-man rotation. TD was getting spot minutes here and there. So I think there is a place for for Rondé Hollis Jefferson because I don't think it'd be smart for this team to run, you know, Sergi Ibaka because they're running Pascal Siakam about 44, 45 minutes a game. You know, they're running Sergi Ibaka and Gasol big, big minutes to start the year. I think it would be smart, and that might be a, a part of the reason. I know it was a kind of a weird incident where Serge got injured, but. It's good. It's good for the Toronto Raptors to kind of pull back those minutes a little bit, make sure that the you know our main our big main seven guys aren't getting you know hurt or anything like that. But Rondé deserves it as well, so he's going to step in and get those types of minutes. We might see Chris Boucher take most of the the minute regression when Serge Ibaka comes back because Boucher's been the one playing the the backup center role, which is established to be Serge's. I'd still like to see Boucher get run, but I think he's going to be the one that takes the greatest minutes hit. But I, I think Rondé will still be in the rotation when Serge comes back. Yeah, you're probably right. It'll be Boucher. I, definitely right. It'll be Boucher that takes the big hit. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we're going to see Matt Thomas get really back into the lineup now, especially with Terrence Davis playing so well. Yep. It, it just seems unnecessary to me, especially as he is sort of a little bit of a defensive liability. You might argue that a little bit, but... He's certainly not playing as well as Terrence Davis has been playing. We're not going to cut his minutes anytime soon unless he starts really tanking. So, um, yeah, yeah, it'll and be Thomas is out for four weeks now, anyways, with a th- oh, uh, he's gone for a injuries. while. Yeah, so oh, gotcha. That's not even a concern. But it's an it is a good challenge, a good concern to have, or yep. a good situation to have too many players. But mm-hmm. you do always worry that. You're not maximizing the potential of a guy if you're only giving him limited minutes off the bench. So hopefully the Raptors are able to keep the momentum going. But in terms of what we're seeing so far from Rondé Hollis Jefferson, my God, you know, what a what a player to acquire in the offseason. Certainly. Riker, he's your favorite player. The the Toronto Raptors, it seems like everyone just has a story, has a thing you can root for them for, and Rondé Hollis Jefferson has fit right in with that. But let us know what you guys think of Rondé, his performance. You're the best for making this fire. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. The Toronto Raptors have been really fun to watch this season. You know, we just had that Sixers game. We see RJ tomorrow night going up against the Knicks. And Riker, I just love watching the Raptors this season. Yeah, man. Just don't touch Rondé Hollis Jefferson's head or hat or headband. <laughs> you don't want to be in his bad books. All right, that's it, Ben. <laughs> Cheers.